0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au
1: Hi, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is the national news from the Wireless Institute of Australia for we commencing May 12. Sunday, May the 26th, Some delegates from the WIA AGM, which is being held in Sydney, will be in attendance at the VK2WI Dural site during the morning VK2WI News Bulletin. It is planned to have a live report from some of these delegates. Next week's National Bulletin will have details of the transmission frequencies and expected time of the report. Still with the WIA AGM on the weekend of May 26 at the Park Royal Hotel in Darling Harbour? Well, the past year has been a tumultuous time for education and qualification processes within our hobby. You can join Liz, VK2SXE, for a dive into the past, present and future of education with the WIA. VK2SXE is a medical practitioner with 40 years experience and holds a Master of Education completed in 2016. She is a Clinical Senior Lecturer for the University of Wollongong and an Examiner for the Australian College of Rural and Remote Medicine. Liz has had 10 years of experience on not-for-profit boards and over 30 years of experience in amateur radio. Don't miss Liz VK2SXE at the AGM and Conference. And Rafi VK2RF We'll have more on the AGM later in this newscast. But now, US exams in Sydney. OZVE will be running US exams in the lead-up to the WIA AGM, but available to any interested person.
2: What use is a US call, I hear you ask. They give a simpler call while travelling, including the option of a vanity call. They allow you to operate some great remote hamradio.com stations, and they allow you to become a volunteer examiner. On Thursday the 23rd, OSVE will be at Engadine McDonald's in the Shire from 6.30pm. On Friday the 24th, the session will be at St Peter's McDonald's on the corner of Bishop Street from 11.30am. Both are near railway stations bearing the suburb name with St Peter's a short taxi trip from the airport. Further information is available at veexams.com. For WIA National News, this is Julian, VK2YJS and AG6LE.
3: You are listening to the WIA Broadcast, available as a podcast where all good podcasts can be found. And remember to share and leave a rating to help other people find it. This is WIA Director, VK5, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. International News, with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline, and the worldwide sources of the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. AO91 Anomaly on April 30th Resolved. Around 0, 0500 UTC on April 30, 2019, several operators, including Bravo X-Ray 2 Alpha Bravo Tango and Kilo 4 Kilo Delta Romeo, reported that AO91's FM repeater was not passing transmissions. Whiskey Alpha 4 Sierra Charlie Alpha reported that the voice ID beacon signal was normal, but when the repeater was brought up, there was an odd signal with no telemetry. At approximately 1608 UTC, AMSAT Vice President of Operations Drew Glassbrenner, Kilo Oscar 4 Mike Alpha, commanded an IHU reset which resolved the issue. Burns Fisher, Whiskey Bravo 1 Fox Juliet from the AMSAT Flight Software team believes that some bits got flipped in the data for the software high-pass filter, which would explain why there was trash in what should have been the telemetry audio frequency band below 200 Hz. News from India, hams help woman displaced for a decade. Imagine being displaced from your home for a decade or more. A tribal woman in India was reunited with the family she'd not seen in more than a decade after ham radio operators were asked to step in. Members of the West Bengal Radio Club assisted the woman after a state hospital where she'd been treated a month earlier asked club members to intervene. Ambarish, Victor Uniform 2 Juliet Foxtrot-Alpha, the club's secretary, told local media that hospital management informed the hams that they could not determine her identity because they did not understand her language. They were hoping to send her home, but did not know where home was. The hams circulated a recording of her speech, and with the help of one ham, located villagers whose language was similar. The villagers reported that the woman had been missing for as many as 12 years, On Sunday the 21st of April, she departed for home to the village where residents said she would be welcomed and they would look after her. According to the Millennium Post newspaper, some family members there had long since died. Sabir, Victor Uniform 3, Zulu, Sierra Delta, the club's radio president said the police accompanied her on her journey home at last. To Mauritius now. Jean-Marc Mompel, 3 Bravo 8 Delta Uniform, reports that the first 3 Bravo 8 satellite project, Mir Sat 1, is moving in the right direction. 3 Bravo 8 radio amateurs are deeply involved with the project, and this has already created a new generation of potential hams. About seven more candidates taking the exams in the beginning of May, with at least five only due to the bird. In spite the figure may seem low, there are only about 20 active hams in 3 Bravo 8. The first secondary school has built a receiving ground station and are already receiving LEO signals. This is a pilot project which will be extended to many schools in the coming months and surely create motivation for hundreds of students to become hams. The project has the full support of the Mauritius Government and fully financed by the Mauritius Research Council which is a not for organisation for the development in science and technological innovation. News from Mount Athos. Mount Athos's best-known radio amateur, Monk Apollo, Sierra Victor 2 Alpha Sierra Papa, died May 5 after complications resulting from cancer. He was aged 64. Monk Apollo was essentially the lone DX voice from Mount Athos, the 20th most wanted DXCC entity where he operated from the Orthodox Monastery. He became a monk in 1973, eventually joining the Ascetic Monastery on Mount Athos in 1980. When the need for reliable communication surfaced, the monk became a radio amateur in 1988. He had to wait for permission from the Holy Council to operate before he was able to get on the air for the first time in 1990. In Switzerland, ITUR Working Party 5A meeting in Geneva. IARU Region 1 reported that two of the ITUR Study Group Work 5 meeting groups met in Geneva between the 29th of April and Friday just gone, May 10th. Working Party 5A deals with the land mobile service above 30 megahertz wireless access in the fixed service and the amateur and amateur satellite services. Working Group 5A1 responsible for amateur matters is chaired by WIA's Dale Hughes, VK1 Delta Sierra Hotel. The main topic was to finalise a technical report on spectrum requirements and sharing to support the Work for World Radio Communication Conference 2019 Agenda Item 1.1. Considering an allocation of the frequency band 50 to 54 megahertz to the amateur service in Region 1, the working group consists of a mix of radio amateurs and administrations from all over the world and other interested parties like meteorologists and military. To the United Kingdom. At the RSGB AGM in Birmingham April 28th, two awards were made in recognition of work related to the amateur radio transponders on the geostationary satellite SAL-2 QO-100. The prestigious Louis Varney Cup for advances in space communication was awarded to Peter Delta Bravo 2 Oscar Sierra, for his leadership on the team responsible for the Qatar Oscar 100 mission, which is now in service. The Fraser Shepard Award for Research into Microwave Applications for Radio Communication was awarded to four British hams, Golf 8, Golf Kilo Quebec, Mike Zero Delta November Yankee, Golf 8, Golf Tango Zulu and Golf 3 Victor Zulu Victor for enabling access for all of the amateur radio community to qo 100 by developing and installing a narrowband transponder SDR and wideband transponder spectrum monitor. Finally, to the USA, hams helped trace mystery signal disrupting keyless entry devices. A recent article in the New York Times reported that many garage door openers and keyless vehicle entry fobs in an Ohio town near Cleveland mysteriously stopped working. While the article invoked the X-Files and hinted initially that a NASA research center could somehow be involved, the cause was not so much mystifying as arcane. The source of the problem was a homebrew battery-operated device designed by a local resident to alert him if somebody was upstairs while he was working in his basement, the Times reported. It did so by turning off a light. The inventor, who had no malicious intent, had no inkling that his device was wreaking havoc on the neighbourhood until a knock on his door... The device, operated on 315 MHz, the frequency many keyless entry devices use. The device's battery was removed, the signal stopped, and all who were involved breathed sighs of relief. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au Ham
4: hey, Radio Operational News. It's Context Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019, Mills on the air. No, not our good mate Tim Mills from ARNSW... But always the second weekend in May is time for the Mills on the Air activity. During this weekend, many mills, wind and water will be active on the radio. In the Netherlands, it is known as National Windmill and Pumping Station Weekend, and in the UK, it is part of the National Mills Weekend. NZART Sanks the Shield Contest 2019 The 2019 NZART Sanks the Shield Contest is to be held next Saturday. 18 and Sunday 19 May, 2000 hours to 2300 hours NZST each evening. Rules for this year are unchanged since those published in the 2016 April-May break-in, and as per the NZAT website, this is an 80m CW-only contest for entrants with power output up to 5 watts PEP. One very interesting aspect of this contest is that the Transistor Trophy entry criteria allows first-time sensor entrance rather than just newly licensed operators. Even previous participants are to enter in this section if you have not ever submitted the previous contest entry. The Radio Society of Great Britain has organised an international amateur radio marathon on the hedge of bands to celebrate the International Cricket Council, ICC, Cricket World Cup, which is being held in England and Wales between 30 May and 14 July 2019. UK and international call signs will be activated on 9 HF bands using SSB, CW and digital. From the UK they will be activating 31 special call signs including 11 for the famous group grounds that will be used in England and Wales and 10 for the teams that are participating including GB19NZ for New Zealand. The UK call signs will all have the prefix GB19 with a two or three letter suffix. RSGB say We have special stations participating from Australia, VK19AUS, and South Africa, ZS19CWC, among the competing countries. Through the next window, this year's Eurovision Song Contest is being held in Tel Aviv, Israel. And to mark the occasion, five special event call signs are on the air until the 18th of May. Listen 4. 4Z64EURO 4X64S, 4X640, 4X64N, and 4X64G. To celebrate World Telecommunication and Information Society Day May 17, a special station, j one itu will be on the air throughout May from the Japanese island of Honshu. QSL via the Bureau Free DVQSO Party Poor Propagation, Bright Outlook In this recent global QSO party, the spirit of amateur radio experimentation was strong, even if propagation was wanting. Amateur Radio Newsline are reporting just days after the second Free DV QSO party was held on April 27 and 28. The events Australian sponsored reported active participation on four continents, the challenging band conditions that kept most QSOs regional. The amateur radio experimenters group, VK5ARG, noted, however, that its own log reflected that about half of the contacts made were likely newcomers to the mode. That alone made the event a roaring success in our eyes. In South America, hams in Argentina kept logs showing contacts made on 20, 14, and a meters. FreeDV, a HF digital voice mode, is the creation of David VK5DGR. Go to freedv.org for more information. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FU,
1: Q. Inningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK5, it can be heard on 28515 at 0900 Central Standard Time. I'm Jeff VK5HEL. Quick look at wireless weather, the mystery of geomagnetic jerks. In the late 1970s, researchers realised something strange was happening to Earth's magnetic field. From time to time, without any gusts of solar wind to cause it, global magnetic fields would jerk, suddenly accelerating in one direction or another. A big jerk in 2014-15 prompted officials to update the world magnetic model years ahead of schedule. A new model of Earth's interior just published in Nature Geoscience may explain this phenomenon, possibly solving a 40-year mystery. Get the full story
5: on spaceweather.com. Rewind. Rewind. I'm VK4FJRK, John Knox. Radio experiments by Colonel Dennis EL2B. IRTS reports Colonel Meade Dennis, who lived near Boltinglass, County Wicklow, began experimenting with radio transmission in 1898, making him probably the first amateur radio experimenter in the world. His first call sign was DNX. Following Irish independence, he was issued with the call sign GW11B, becoming EL2B in 1928, when the Irish Free State began issuing EL call signs. Colonel Dennis continued with his radio experiments until his death in 1945. The house in which he lived and undertook most of his experiments was recently sold by his great-grandchildren. The radio equipment belonging to EL-2B has been donated to the Computer and Communications Museum of Ireland at Galway. Robert, EL-5KH, and Joe, EL-7GY, on behalf of IRTS, recently assisted the family in identifying the radio equipment of historical interest and during this process the family agreed to make available to IRTS the Colonel's papers relating to the radio experiments he carried out and also agreed that these papers could be published. A project to scan and index Colonel Dennis's papers has now been completed and they're available for viewing on the IRTS website. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK for WIA National News. From Australia,
0: this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col,
6: VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first cap off the rank this week is ATV. The RSGB have released more YouTube videos of presentations given at their 2018 convention in Milton Keynes. The latest releases are P14, the digital mode for beacons, and Why It's a Success by Bo Hansen, OZ2M. VHF Balance, Fact and Fancy by Ian White, GM3SEK and these and other videos can be seen on the RSGB YouTube channel. Worldwide special interest groups, computers. Arduino and RF from kilohertz to one gigahertz. RF0, a multi-purpose Arduino RF and GPS controlled platform, can generate frequencies from 2,605 hertz and beyond 200 megahertz. At the same time, 28 in-out pins are available, and eight of those are via a ULN2803A power driver. The typical use of the RF-0 is as a beacon or as a low-cost 10MHz GPSDO. A dozen of example programs in sketches are integrated into the Arduino IDE. The RF-0 has been developed for radio amateurs, RF enthusiasts, and anyone else who wants to extend their Arduino skills in combination with RF. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. It was some 50 years ago, 1969, in June, that AMSAT's Perry Klein, K3JTE, reported in their newsletter that the Australis Oscar A satellite, the first AMSAT undertaking, had been delivered to Goddard Space Centre and was undergoing final tests. Hams were advised to monitor W1AW for bulletins as the launch date approached. Move on 50 years from W1AW to our own ABC. Australis Oscar 5, the ABC's Conversations and 8.4 million cane toads. Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, WYA historian, tells us that a book about space junk recently written by Australian space archaeologist Dr Alice Gorman was reviewed and discussed in the ABC's radio program Conversations last month. The official definition of space junk is along the lines of something that does not now or in the foreseeable future have a purpose. About halfway through the 52-minute program, up popped Australis Oscar 5, and a conversation surrounding it, Australia's first conceived, designed and built satellite. Dr Gorman and Fiddler had done their homework about AO5. They knew when and where it was built during the mid-1960s and the fact that it was ready for launch in 1967. Dr Gorman suggested that AO5, still orbiting the Earth, is part of Australia's space heritage. It could be considered a space junk, but then she went on to suggest that it does indeed have a future foreseeable purpose. For now, it also has a cultural significance. It represents Australia, it was a community amateur volunteer project, it was a useful project of cooperation worldwide, and it is not a big collision risk. It's estimated between 23,000 and 29,000 bits of stuff larger than 10 centimetres and millions and millions of pieces smaller than 10 centimetres exist. A very Queensland assessment of space junk weight was more than 8.4 million cane toads. The cane toad index is possibly quite appropriate, as cane toads are spreading out of control and affecting our earthly environment, not unlike unwanted space junk. Keep an eye out in our journal, AR Magazine, for Peter VK3RV's very interesting breed. Queensland's measurement of weight by cane toads. All I can say is, don't you worry about that. Worldwide special interest groups, Rescue Radio, Cyclone Season. Radio hams help Odisha communicate. The Indian Express reports radio amateurs were called to Odisha by that state's disaster management authority in response to Cyclone Fani. The newspaper says... A medical representative, a driver with an app-based cab service and a technician in a pathological laboratory. These three amateur radio operators from West Bengal have been called to Odisha and will be the last line of defence when all communications failed after Cyclone Fani struck Odisha. They are using both HF and VHF to communicate from affected spots to the state government control room and from the control room to Delhi. Back in Kolkata and Barish, VU2JFA, who works in a milk processing company, and his daughter Saborni, a Class 12 student, are among the people managing their ham radio stations, helping the three relay messages to Delhi. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above. UK 241 GHz record broken twice in one day. On the group's IO UK microwaves list, Chris G0FTZ reports that the UK distance record for a contact in the 241 gigahertz band was broken twice on April 30 when Roger GHCUB portable worked Chris g 0 ftz portable first over a 7.36 kilometre path from West Tilbury to Higgum. Roger then moved to Thurrock Thameside and worked Chris at Higgum over a 9.33 kilometre path. The first contact was completed on SSB with signals averaging 5.6 each way and over the second path, which was over more of the Thames, CW signals were exchanged at the five four nine five two nine level. Fading of up to two S points was said to be certainly noticeable on each occasion. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Join me next week for more worldwide special interest
0: group news. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Hunter Valley... It's relayed on 146.775 MHz and 3.565 MHz at 9.30am and 7.30pm Sundays. On behalf of West lakes Amateur Radio Club Incorporated, I'm Greg, VK2CW.
1: On the social scene, VK3, May 17, Bendigo Amateur Radio and Electronics Club present... Surface Mount and the Amateur Radio Operator The May 17 topic will be by Ron Davidson Victor Kilo 3 Alpha Alpha November Many circuits these days use surface mount components and can be a challenge to work with due to their extremely small sizes Ron will discuss soldering techniques, solder masks, tips and tricks, resources and more The evening commences at 7.30pm Friday May 17 at the Barrek Club Room, 20 Longley Lane, Longley, just east of Bendigo. And a gold coin donation would be appreciated, and a light supper will be provided. Across VK, happening in VK2, it's the 2019 WIA Annual Conference in Sydney, the weekend of May 24-26.
7: CQ WIA Annual Conference The WIA annual conference is only a couple of weeks away. If you haven't registered yet, it's getting tight. Do it now. And all attendees who register for the conference and dinner will be in the draw for a shiny new ICOM IC7300 which will be drawn at the Saturday night dinner. All of the events and speakers of the conference have shaped up to be very interesting, exciting and memorable. On Friday night, it will be a 100th anniversary celebration of the Waverley Amateur Radio Society. This historic evening event will be celebrated at the iconic Marconi Room of the Sydney Town Hall. Listen out for the VI2BV100 call sign to guide you in. The main event of the annual WAA conference and the AGM will be held on Saturday 25th May at the prestigious Park Royal Hotel in Darling Harbour. This is a day not to be missed. The forums and technical talks promise to be very stimulating and informative. And on Sunday the twenty sixth, Amateur Radio New South Wales will host a special field day event with more interesting talks and stalls. So don't miss this premier event, especially if you're a Sydney Cider. To register, visit the WIA website and follow the AGM twenty nineteen links. See you there. Raffi, VK2RF.
1: Still in VK2, Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day happens June 8 and 9. VK5, Southeast Radio Group's 2019 Annual Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships, June 8 and 9. Gipps Tech 2019, July 13 and 14 in VK3. In VK4, it's the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's cardwell Gathering. Four days, commencing October 4. VK3 Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, the 13th of October. And worldwide, it's Jota 2019, Friday 18, Saturday 19, and Sunday the 20th of October. And finally, in VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly.
6: This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
0: From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au. Well,
7: lovely.